Welcome back to the Scoop Podcast with your lovely host, Mr. Foop and Scoops. Mr. W takes, Dame is the best point guard in the league, don't ever forget it. I mean, he didn't look like the best point guard in the league yesterday, but that's neither here nor there. You know, he com- he got to compete on Christmas Day, and, you know, he's going to show up, do his best. You know, that defense on the, the Bucks a little shoddy, a little iffy. But, uh, you know, he did his best. He dropped a little cool little 32 points versus the Nickies, the Knickerbockers. Jalen Brunson tried to will his team. Well, didn't even try. He willed his team to a dub. Again, because I know the last time it was Julius Randle. But, yeah, willed that team to a dub. They're talking about how Jalen Brunson has been trying to show his superstardom going off in all these games after what Becky Hammond said about him. But people taking that shit out of proportion. Nobody said the dude was dog water. They just said he's not going to be the number one option on a championship team. And he not. But the short person take, I guess, I don't know. I don't know where I stand with that because obviously there's a lot of other short people in the league that are number one options. But on a championship team, I guess she is correct. Anybody other than Steph Curry that was under 6'2", I guess, 6'2", 6'3", not going to be the number one option on a championship team. And that's proven to be correct in the past couple of years, you know, for Curry. And I don't know why people are up in arms trying to defend Jalen Brunson like he was He's that guy to put all your chips on to win a a championship because he's not. Obviously, you want to surround him with some good bodies, some good role players, some other all-stars, other bet, good players in the league, but he's for sure not a number one option. It's like, oh, yeah, Jalen Brunson on the team? Yeah, my team won that championship. No, that's just not the case because then it would have happened in Dallas and he wasn't even the number one option in Dallas. He was, a, he was barely the number two option. So if that was the case, they would have been one in the championship. Luca would have been had his first one. Luca would have been on his road to the Hall of Fame. Well, I mean, I'm not saying the road to Hall of Fame. Like, he's not already about to get an edge on the way he's going right now. But, yeah, the people was people was not hearing that Jalen Brunson shit. They was angry as hell. I couldn't believe it. You're not telling me Jalen Brunson the, the number one option on your championship team because you out of your rabbit ass mind. Because if Dan wasn't the number one option on the championship team, for damn sure Jalen Brunson wasn't. Yeah, y'all be, y'all be tripping sometimes with these takes, bro. And every other day, it's like one game, somebody's like, oh, yeah, like, why is this dude not up there like that? And then the next game, it's like, oh, this dude is some shit. Like, and the, the shit changes way too quick. You get one bad game, you at the bottom of the barrel. They shouldn't even put you in no conversations about who is good, who is an all-star. Who is somebody you going to build your team around? Nah, they're not hearing none of that shit. You have one good game. Oh, my goodness. This person. Oh, snub, snub. Underrated, underrated, underrated. Like, nowadays, I feel like you can't even be underrated anymore because you everything is seen. Everything is more seen than it is than it was before. You can't be underrated anymore. You see what they did with Tyrese Halliburton? Not saying he was underrated. You know, super underrated. He was oh, de- a great player, decent player. But they underrated him so much, underrated him so much, and then it's like they came to the in-season tournament, and then they the shit blew up in his face. Now he overrated. Now everybody's saying, "Oh my God, Tyrese Halliburton is this, that, and the, and the third. And then he has a couple stinkers. They're like, "Yeah, this man's dog shit. This man's ass." Like, can players have bad games? It doesn't mean they're bad. If you have more bad games than good, uh, you might be a bad player. But 
he still contributes in lots of ways, but the way that people be hopping on the bandwagon, hopping off the bandwagon, creating their own bandwagon, set up these fortresses, like, oh, yeah, this person untouchable, and after one game, defenses all pulled out. Like, come on, bro. Please, you don't have to stand in one place the whole entire time, but you don't got to flip-flop either just to, you know, make and create mass appeal. That shit is, to me, not cool. You know, stand on your business, bro. You know, sometimes you got to stand with your takes the whole entire year. It can't be flip-flopping, man. That's the beauty of it. You know, have a discussion with who, whoever, you know, wants to challenge your opinion. Have a discussion. Bring up some facts. Bring up some 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 game logs. Bring up some statistics, some math, you know. You know, the little nerds want to be in there with a uh, true shooting percentage. I don't know how that got into discussions now. But, yeah, stuff like that. It makes for Good basketball uh, content. So this can't be uh, going over the top with shit and attacking people. You know, attack the opinion in a respectful way. But yeah, that's how that game went down. Wish I got to see more of that game because I didn't know what was going on. But all I know is the Knickerbockers won. All right, good for them. Christmas miracle. Next up, the Nuggets and the Warriors. Hey, Curry. Curry, Mr. Curry. It's Christmas time, just not your favorite time of the year, bro. Did you grow up with Santa giving you coal in your stocking? Is this something we need to know about that? Because if there is, I can teach you how to be a good boy. You know, Santa Claus, you know what I'm saying? Nah, me and Santa Claus tapped in. I got you, bro. Next Christmas, I'm going I'm to I'm ask him for a little something and give you some superpowers on Christmas to cook. Because this is actually insane. There's no way. Andrew Wiggins was the leading scorer on your team? Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Y'all and y'all telling me this Warriors team gonna do shit in the playoffs? Yeah, you got y'all out of y'all mind. They not, uh, they not doing shit. They did this against Jokic. That hey Jokic, I think you try to channel your inner Embiid. I had never seen some stuff like this, bro. Eighteen free throws. The only thing I'll say is you made all of them, so you cash money. That, that was all buckets deserved and earned. But eighteen free throws. 26 points? That's disgusting. Disgusting. Crazy. Hey, but I'm not going to say too much, bro. I'm going to say too much before them, them Yoka stands come and attack me, man. I'm just going to call it how it is. He a free throw. He was a free throw merchant today. He, he don't have too many games where he liked that, but today, a little, a little different. You a little, a little funny guy. <laughs> Next game. Oh, this was, this was a game that I felt like was just unfair from the very start. Very unfair. The Lakers, you know, people go on and put in the conversations because LeBron, you know, they go go on and try to will his team. When it comes playoff time, regular season, they probably going to do a little bit above average. But against the Celtics, this, that whole starting lineup has all been number one or number two options at every place they've been at. And it's, just, it's always somebody else's turn. The day comes. And they just swap it and swap it and swap it. Because I know people are talking about uh, Drew Holiday. He's not not saying he's not a necessary pickup, but like sometimes people expect more scoring out of him. Or when is he going to have that game where he goes off? But he doesn't need to right now. He literally, they literally got Drew Holiday to be a role player right now. I'm not saying he is a role player. He plays his role, yes, but he's not a role player. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, all defense. Uh, all, I'm saying. That that defensive stud you need, he better he play his role better than Derek White. But Derek White's been going off, and I said he's that team's MVP because I'm gonna have my bias against uh, Mr. Tatum because you know you're not you're not scoring enough uh, points for me, buddy. 
Anywho, yeah, Derek White, Drew Holiday, studs on defense. Derek White can shoot the fuck out of a damn three, can buck the shit out of a damn shot. Great playmaker. That man had 11 assists. He was in his bag. That man was locked down on defense. Lakers had no answer for that, man. They had no answer for really anybody on the team. They just were all able to do what they wanted to do. But on the flip side, Lakers, though, they couldn't get shit going for real. AD was the only standout, if we be honest. AD and Torian Prince. You know, LeBron's going to have that certain amount of gravity and orchestration of his team. But AD just, Porzingis was food in the paint. AD, when he wants to be dominant, he can really lock in and be dominant. And you, as a Lakers fan, you expect that to happen way more often than it does. On the offensive front, defensive front, that man, oh, yeah, he will try to lock down everybody. Not even try, he will. Rotations are great. Just his presence is very commanding and very domineering. So he still has that that side of the ball on lockdown. And he was able to just get into his offensive bag and just freaking obliterate everybody in the paint. And, yeah, see, he's starting to shoot a little bit more threes now, too. Two for four. He keeps expanding. They're not gonna have a. They're not gonna have an answer for him. He tapped into that that Pelicans bag he had. He really tapped back into that. It's gonna be a problem. It's just the rest of the team going to follow suit. And then the last two games of the night, the Heat and the Seventy Sixers. It was funny that this man Jimmy Butler and Joel Embiid were ruled out. I thought Joel Embiid was trying to duck some some uh, competition. You know, I don't know if he celebrated Christmas like that, you know. Probably wanted to be with his family, you know what I'm saying? They want to do too much on Christmas because Santa got him something extra special. Like, uh, I don't know, new more free throw uh, baiting maneuvers. But, yeah, I was very surprised that he didn't play. Surprised that Jimmy Butler didn't play either, but I guess it made for not having two free throw merchants getting in the game and just flopping everywhere to gain free throws. Like, I'm a fan of Jimmy Butler. But that free throw nonsense can get very, very annoying. And people just want to see hoops, right? Nobody wants to see somebody standing at the line and just doing going through their little free throw routine and shooting. Oh, I want to see some spin moves, some pivots, some footworks. I want to hear squeaks on the ground. I want to hear, like, squeaks, turn, 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 pump fake, pass, 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 deflection, jump, hustle, all that, man. Turn away, fade, cut. Nobody want to hear, boom, bouncing the ball, boom, boom. Trying to get the form right at the line. No, you better get your buckets the cool way. Not That's not fun. The free throws are not fun. Obviously, if you get hacked and fouled, okay, cool. Get your buckets. Get the free buckets that you have earned. But I want you to do it the cool way. And that's what I like to see. So they got them two goofballs out of there. You know, I hope they heal. We need to see them t- come playoff time because B need to prove himself come playoff time. Because everybody has a whole bunch of receipts. And ever been to no conference finals. The man don't even average over 25 points in the playoffs. That shit said. But we, we're going to wait till that time comes. Cook all you cook all you want and be You got it right now. You dominated. Let's just see what happens in playoff time. But the Heat's rookie, Hame Hawkins. Oh, my goodness. Uh, the, the rookie is shining. The rookie is shining. Only missed four shots. 31 points, 10 rebounds. They had no answer for that man on the boards. They was going to play. They was playing zone. They had no answer for him on the boards. He was doing his thing. Oh my goodness! He was getting to the rock playing defense. Bam was doing his thing, finding open opportunities, 
grabbing a multitude of rebounds as well, playing elite defense, stuff the other team three times. Oh, yeah, this uh, – they was beating the hell out of the 76ers. Oh, I thought that shit was about to be a blowout. I thought we was about to have our first real blowout Christmas Day game. I was about to turn off my TV. That shit was sad. That shit was so sad. With Tyler Hero even missing two, Tyler Hero was, couldn't buy a fucking bucket. He couldn't throw water into a cup. I don't know why he would throw water into a cup, but, yeah, that's the analogy I'm going to use. He couldn't throw water into a cup. That man, oh, my gosh. But I, <laughs> the real person that couldn't throw water into a cup, he couldn't even pick his own nose if he wanted to. He couldn't aim his finger to his own nose if he wanted to. Yeah, I'm bullshitting with these damn analogies, but I hope you guys are getting the point. This man was four for 20. Four for 20. Tyrese Maxey. Golly, that oh, it was so sad. It just looked like nothing was working. It looked like all his fundamentals, all his training just failed him on Christmas. He had to have gotten cold on his Christmas tree or in his stocking. He had to have gotten cold because that shit was crazy. There's no way. There was no way. No way. He wasn't even, he couldn't even, even the free throw line, bro. Three for six. Like, I, I get it. It's still 50%. It's still good enough, maybe, but. Bro, those are supposed to be the free buckets. Like a little a little a little five for six, maybe like four for five, maybe, maybe. But five for six, bro, at least. Come on, man. Kelly Uber was on fucking fire. I never see Tobias Harris act like this, bro. This is two games in a row. This is two games in a row. Twenty seven, seven and six is two games in a row. Tobias Harris, I don't I I think I think you realize that you are you in the NBA again. We're going to see when Embiid come back and he start getting his groove, getting all them damn touches at the free throw line, outside the free throw line. We're going to see what's going to happen when he come back, you know, when he heal up. But still, Tobias Harris, you activate your shit. The Sixers going to be a little good, you know. They're going to be a little good. I, I, I like what he was doing. I like how he was playing out there. He was trying to will his team back. Kelly Oubre hit some clutch shots to stop some runs that the Heat was having. And then we were inching closer and closer and closer. They just couldn't get the final, the final buckets just to fall when they needed it. Shit, even more ball, but who? I go, oh, yeah. It was calling your phone? Oh, yeah, Mo Bamba. Great 25-minute game. 18 points, 87% from the field, three for three from the three. Oh, yeah, that man was cooking. Couldn't grab a damn board, though. They didn't know who to box out. That man was getting scored on a lot on some putback plays, so it was looking a little dodgy for him. But Obama played great, wonderful minutes. Hopefully he get some type of burn back in the rotation. I know it's going to be a little bit difficult when Embiid comes back because they're probably going to go back to Paul Reed as a backup. But having Obama there was very helpful. Also, in turn, with Paul Reed touching everybody that game, so... That also aided to his diminishing minutes that game. But Mobama put in some good work. Some good work. I liked what I saw there. And then to end the night, to end Christmas off with a bang. What a bang. Oh my goodness, Luca. Yeah, Phoenix is just your Phoenix is just your city, bruh. The Suns is your squad. I, I'm I'm almost certain when you retire. The Suns, you will have a majority stake in the Suns. You will own that team. Literally and figuratively will own that team. Because 
there's no way you're doing this. And Katie was on that team too. Devin Booker, I, 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 I've lost a tiny bit of respect for you, bro. A tiny bit, a tiny bit. There's no way you're just letting this man come to your city again and dog walk you. That's not, nah, bro. Nah, bro. I thought it was a rivalry there, bro. You was talking shit on them playoff, saying all them playoff games. You was talking shit, and then you not want to take the high road. Like, yeah, Luca a great player. Yeah, he a great player, bro. I'm saying you a great player too, aren't you? Aren't you supposed to step up, protect your home court? Went and got walked all over. You shot like ass. KD shot like ass. KD had like eight shots going into the fourth quarter. I'm pretty sure he shot a lip. 11 shots. I don't know what world in, in what world KD only shoots 11 shots in an L. He's not that type of guy. I don't know what the hell was happening on that Suns team. There was no way. Grayson Allen shot 17 threes. Ew, oh, he fucking hooped. Eight for 17. But in no world is Grayson Allen taking double the shot attempts you are in an L that you played 40 minutes in. 42 minutes in. 40 for Booker, 42 for Kevin Durant. No way. And Metu as well. Oh, freaking hooped. But it felt like whatever they did, it didn't matter. Because nobody could have nobody could stop Luca. 50 point, 50 point masterclass. 50 points, 15 assists. Derek Lavi had 20 and 10. Derek Jones Jr. had 23. Tim Hardaway had 18. Derek Jones Jr., like I said last week, Derek Jones Jr. has blossomed on this damn Mavericks team. It's fucking insane. Has became more than just the athletic, put back, 360 dunking, perimeter defensive playing athlete that he came into the league to be. He's really tapping into just getting in that corner and just stroking it, just knocking it down, getting clutch rebounds when he needs to, getting that little highlight dunk in there, slipping that into the game here and there. But it hasn't been just a focus on athleticism and putbacks and trying to do the between the legs fast break dunks you know getting his one or two points from there nah he's been spacing the floor out taking his shots when he need to and luca's been finding him it's crazy that it took luca to just make him blossom to this type of player he's really bought into just expanding his game past just dunking but luca ten thousand career points already that when i heard that i was like oh my gosh this man is really destined for greatness. We're seeing it. We're seeing it. He got to get an MVP one of these years, bro. He has to. I don't know if it's going to be this year because of how people, how stacked it is in the West. He's going to win an MVP one of these years because this man came into the league cooking. It just was normalized because he cooks so fucking much. But 50 points on Christmas Day, tied for, I believe, fourth most points on Christmas Day, 10,000 points at the Young ripe age of 24. Uh, yeah, he's definitely going to be like top 20 in scoring for sure. For sure. Damn, it's crazy. That's so crazy, bro. And uh, it just seems like he just does this shit against Devin Booker. Devin Booker right there to take it. And it wasn't just scoring. It was playmaking and defense as well. Four steals and three blocks. Luka was tapped in. He was tapped in. Oh, yeah. That was it was so great to see that pure dominance from that man, bro. Pure dominance. Oh my gosh, that's what you call. I'm not even gonna say a Christmas miracle, a Christmas masterclass. That's what that was. Christmas miracle will probably be like, mm, I don't know. Mm, what would a Christmas miracle be? 
Maybe Devin Booker not playing like us. All right. Hey, I guess for me, Christian Miracle was Curry play like ass, Jokic play like ass, and Devin Burger play like ass, I guess, because, you know, I'm going to push my Dame over Curry agendas, even though there's maybe that much argument to it, but I'm going to stand firm. I'm going to stand on business. So if, anyone, if anyone of y'all want to argue about that, you're welcome, you're welcome to. You ain't changing my opinion, though, because the best shooter all the time is Dame. Well, yeah, it was a lot of great games coming uh, into Christmas, coming off of Christmas Day. And then we want to move on to Tuesday and see how those unfold. Pistons got to suit up to see if they're going to lose 27 in a row. They get another crack at the Nets. They play the Nets before, and they get to play them again on the back, uh, back-to-back. So we're going to see if they can suit up and lock them down. Uh, I feel for them. I, I hope. <laughs> The ideal sequencing I, I, I want for this Pistons record to be, I want them to break the losing streak record and then go beat the Celtics. I'll be a happy man. Let's see if it happens. Or if they win against the Nets and then they win against the Celtics, I'll be even happier. At least the Pistons have something to be excited for. And then finally, Wingstop will have 15 million more customers at, they, at their doorstep. Because they what they're doing right now is straight finessing of that damn team. I don't know how they did it. They really got the meanest, <laughs> meanest deal with uh, sponsoring the Pistons. Enjoy them games. Let's see what the Pistons do. Hopefully, they lock in. Yeah, we're gonna we gonna move move on into next week. More insight. Another week of basketball incoming. I hope you all have a great one, and see y'all next week. Deuces.